there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. So we're ramping up to Christmas, which means this season is probably already so full for you. So Mm -hmm. cue this very timely episode. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll start off by saying that the saying, keep your love on, is actually very near and dear to my heart. So um, the lovely pastor that married Jeff and I, he had asked what we'd like him to speak on at our wedding, and that little saying is what we chose. So we had first heard it when we were, I think, in Bible school, and I'm pretty sure it was Danny Silk. And so he also, he's written a book called Keep Your Love On. So basically it's just on how to choose love and keeping connection instead of looking to control people out of fear. So it's a great, really great resource. But just even, you know, the resources aside, just even the saying itself is really, really great to keep at the forefront of your brain all the time, Mm -hmm. but especially around the holidays, that despite what's going on around you, that you can choose to keep your love on to those around you, even if they're not making it easy for you. So we came up with five ways that you can keep your love on when things get really busy this Christmas time. So number one is be on the same team. So it sounds kind of obvious, like obviously you and your husband are on the same team, When things get really busy, there's people to meet, places to go, you're running around trying to find your list and then check it twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patients can run really thin and we get that. And it can be really easy to forget that you and your spouse are actually on the same team. So just be really encouraging to one another. Spiritually, this is also where the enemy will attack as the forefront of battle strategy. Once husband and wife are at each other, we completely have given a foothold over to the enemy. Mm -hmm. So it's a really dangerous place for our marriage. Um, so we have to fight for it, fight for it, fight for your marriage. Yeah. The spiritual covering of God's blessing over marriage is that three strand cord that's not easily broken. Yes. Where there's God and your husband and you, that's three strands. So that's that unbreakable team and we're Mm -hmm. winning. So we can come against anything and come out even stronger on the other side. I love that. I recently heard a message talking about that three-strand cord specific to like the enemy getting in and Mm. causing division between husband and wife, especially like we're talking about the the holiday seasons and when life is full of distractions and the glitter and the glitz and like everything's Mm -hmm. happening, right? Like it's such a fun time, but we can often turn to each other as like breaking our teamship or like get Mm -hmm. our feelings involved and attacking each other. It's like, no, no, no. I loved that whole bring it back to scripture saying, no, God, your husband and you three strand cord, not easily yeah. broken. You keep those together yeah. and you're literally winning. I love that. Mm-hmm. So number two, take time as a couple to unplug and play, add fun to your marriage. How often do we add and prioritize fun within our marriages, friends? This is so important. I can totally feel it when Neil and I aren't prioritizing this. Like I feel it. I love looking to the Song of Solomon for like anything to do with marriage. I love that book so much. And I think it's so interesting and beautiful at the same time, how God put into the Bible, how the Shulamite woman and Solomon made their love fun. 
Like fun is a big deal. It's mm-hmm. important to have that lighthearted, joyful attitude about us. It just yeah. makes everything so much more enjoyable, even if there's chaos going on, you know? So whether it's intimate fun or not, the fun part is the importance of this. So mm-hmm. like, for example, I'm thinking of the Shulamite woman, Solomon, they would play, you know, they would plan romantic getaways and sensual nights, but also make it fun. They would make love outside in secret orchards. Like that sounds so <laughs> much fun. I'm so down for that. Like I love the creativity of it all. Right. It wasn't like a humdrum fall into a rut thing, you know, whether it's in life or your intimacy, it doesn't matter. Um, I love the importance that's put onto the song, the book of Song of Solomon on keeping the creativity there, keeping the joy there, Mm -hmm. continuing to blow that up, you know, and not just let things simmer and sit. It's like, no, let's get this fire going. Let's keep it going. You know, they would woo each other with poetry and love letters you know, and pouring anticipation into each other for the other. And I just love that. And this is just, it's just really important. I, I believe this is just so important. So they implemented fun all throughout their love. And there's a lot to take from that for our own marriages. We can play games and get goofy and cook naked and tease one another in healthy ways. Make love fun. This is important to not lose the entire you know, we talk about Christmas spirit. The Christmas spirit is like full of joy. Like take this literally, <laughs> implement this into our marriages. Mm-hmm. And I find, like I find too, for myself, often that's when I like, you know, you, you are being goofy, you're tickling each other, you're chasing each other around the house. Like, and that's when you feel the most love towards each other you're anyway. So connected. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I know it takes me back to like when we were kids and All Neil and I ever did together was have fun. Everything was about the next big thrill and the next fun thing we could do. Like we're each, we're each adrenaline junkies and it was like the funnest times of our lives. And I was like, man, you know, every time we do fun, like things like this now, and we push aside all of the responsibilities and the busyness this season to refocus on it. It's like, oh man, we forget how much fun we used to have and we need to still keep having, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. All right, number three, steal time away, just the two of you. So I know it's challenging to schedule dates like in a normal time of the year, let alone around Christmas time. But hear me out, especially with kids being off for Christmas and seeing family and friends, going to Christmas events and parties, it can be a lot, a lot. You can be socially drained so quickly, but we want to run something by you. Your marriage needs to be a priority. So not only outside of the holiday season, but especially within it. Why, you may ask? (laughs) Because we are celebrating Christ's life and birth and our relationship with him during this season. So a godly marriage is as close to heaven as I think we can get in this lifetime. So let's celebrate it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So schedule an evening to sneak together away, just the two of you, and enjoy some uninterrupted phone free, put your phone away, Mm -hmm. one-on-one time together just to reconnect and just really like talk, have those like conversations about the year and, you know, what did you do last year and what are you hoping for in the year to come? So just having those intentional times, just the two of you to really, really connect. It's different. Like you have, oh yeah, you know, before bed we chat, like, you know, we have that. It's fine. It's like, okay, well, you know, get out, go have dessert together, go have a meal together you know, actually take the time 
yes. to do something special, just the two of you and have those good conversations and just make a nice little memory. Absolutely. It just opens the door to so much more, mm-hmm. right? Like when you, it's not in your normal routine. So you're like, oh man, we have two hours to just talk together. We're out for dinner tonight. Like we can explore so much more. There's no rush, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Okay. Number four is apologize right away. Of course, I'm the one talking about this because I suck at it the most. (laughs) (laughs) So I am like literally convicted right now as I talk about this. You guys, I am not good at apologizing. Let's just get it out there. Jesus has a work to do in me. Let me tell you that. Neil is literally the best apologizer and forgiver in the entire world. I would bet money on that. I do not think there's anyone that could beat him in this. Like he puts me to shame, (laughs) to shame. (laughs) I'm the one that feels the shame. I'm working on it. Don't worry. He doesn't like, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, what I'm getting at is there's so much stuff that can hit the ceiling real fast Mm. in holiday seasons. We can get super stressed. We can get super impatient snappy. We're not weighing our words before we're speaking them over others' lives. This is not okay. And we know it. We know it's not okay. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to share that in this episode just to get ourselves even prepared now. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. I need to bring this before the Lord. Like I struggle with forgiveness or I struggle with getting stressed and then not weighing my words, whatever it may be. And then going a step further and committing to changing that now, committing to apologizing immediately. So we do not even give foothold to the Mm -hmm. enemy to plant those roots of bitterness, to plant those roots of holding grudges or animosity. We're not letting that happen. Can I get an amen? We're not letting that happen this year, ladies. We're not letting that happen. And we are going back to, like Alana said in the very first point, our fight is not against flesh and blood. AKA hubby and wife. It's it's not between us two. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have an enemy that is out to get us. So we're keeping apologies and forgiveness at the forefront of our mind so we can just shut all the things down and keep that fun and keep that joy going. And number five is remember the reason for the season. I feel like, yeah, that's that's number one. <laughs> it's number five, number but this one. is also number one. The best um, for last. Yes. There you go. <laughs> because yeah, the holidays are super exciting and we're giving, receiving gifts and it's so much fun. The food is incredible. You know, your house is decorated up and down. Everything looks magical. Stores are chaotic though. Things are busy and thriving, but all those things aside, mm-hmm. we're celebrating this beautiful holiday because the savior of the world came to earth as a sweet baby. So set intentional time together as a family or a couple to reread the Christmas story. So Luke, like one and two. Mm -hmm. So even if you've done it times of times already, even if you know you'll hear it another hundred times, you know, before Christmas or after Christmas, do it together. Just be really intentional to keep that at the forefront, that whatever's going on, despite all the craziness around you, that Jesus came. So that's, that's what we need to keep at the front of our minds. Absolutely. So Paris, to kind of piggyback on that, what are you guys doing? What are you and Neil doing this season to keep Christ at the center of it? So I'm really excited to actually go into this holiday season with some new traditions that we're implementing. And one of them is we got some new books And they are by Anne Boskamp, and she Uh, writes some beautiful books, all 
intertwining Advent and the Christmas story and, and Christ's birth and, and the whole the whole story there, Jesus' whole birth story and the meaning of Christmas and just wrapping up so beautifully. And so we got several of her books this year and we're super excited to implement them. They're also amazing resources um, to keep the kiddos super mm. entertained and super involved and learning and keep the education there as well, you know, and getting those heart matters just like rooted in. So we're really excited to do that every day. And um, that's, that's been something we've really looked forward to implementing this year. So I'm excited that that's here. Um, outside of that is honestly quieting the holiday season down. Last mm. year was crazy for us. It was too crazy. And so we've committed this year to spending way more intentional family time together and getting creative with our days and doing things as a family, you know, and really soaking up the season. Mm -hmm. The girls are also at such a, I mean, they're always going to be at an impressionable age. I mean, no matter where we are in life, we are, right? But, you know, as three and five, Mm -hmm. um, Neil and I just really had on our hearts to really epitomize on getting in the beauty of Christ's story here and really hitting home um, through Anne's books with the Advent story. So that's something we're super excited about this year. Oh, I love that. Right. I'm excited. I've heard so much about her books. So I'm, I'm, I would love to, I should order them and take a peek because they sound fantastic. Yes. Do it. I got them on Indigo. They have all of them on there and I was pretty stoked about that. Okay. Alana, it, you're, you're up. You're up. We need to hear what you're implementing this year, you and Jeff and baby Theo. Yeah. So this year, I, nothing's set in stone yet. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing's, I mean, tis the season of what's been going on in the world. Nothing's ever set in stone, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, I would love to find a way to volunteer at our church this Christmas mm-hmm. season. Because typically our church has like a bunch, a bunch of services and things like that. So I don't know what that's going to look like this year, Yeah. but I, and I haven't, um, ever really volunteered with like a Christmas Eve service here. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's something I really would love to do because I just think it's, it's another way to just serve my community and serve my church. And just like an act of, of doing that, I feel like is just gonna be really good for me. Yes. So that's something I wanted to do is was physically go and serve at like I however I can, whatever it looks like right now, um, at our church this Christmas season. So and I don't know like at home what we can really do this year, um, specifically like with Theo. Because I'd love to, you know, read him these books and whatever like you're mm-hmm. doing with your girls, but he's still just like he's only 18 months just old. A babe. <laughs> so but still like trying to be intentional about reading him, you know, books that are appropriate for his age that are all about, you know, trying to do those sorts of things. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like exactly with him yet Mm -hmm. being his age, but still just, I think, you know, reading that passage of scripture together as a family, like I'd love to do that, you know, before we open presents Christmas day, we know we stop dedicating that day to God. Mm, Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, you know, have a little prayer time beforehand and just, yeah, giving the day to God and saying thank you and reading that passage of scripture before your day gets going, before you open all the presents and have all the fun. 
yeah, I think just keeping that, keeping that at the forefront, like we've already mentioned before, but I think that's something that I want to do is just, yeah, do that. I love it. I love it. That sounds amazing. I love that you suggested, you know, giving that day to God and reading scripture before even opening gifts and starting the day that way. I mean, what a beautiful offering we could give back during Mm. this crazy time and just rededicating this day to Christ, you know, in our own special way outside of the church, Mm -hmm. you know, like to actually implement these things for our own relationship with Christ and for our families to see. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.